0: Hello, and welcome back to Lent with St. Edith Stein. This is Rebecca, and I'm so glad you could be with us again today. This podcast is brought to you by St. Edith Steinco, so please be sure to check out our store at stedithsteinco.com. In Monday's session, we went over the text of St. John of the Cross's poem, The Spiritual Canticle. Today, we'll have the second of two reflections on St. Edith's analysis of the poem. So let's begin with a prayer that St. Edith wrote. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O my God, fill my soul with holy joy, courage, and strength to serve you. Enkindle your love in me, and then walk with me along the next stretch of road before me. I do not see very far ahead, but when I have arrived where the horizon now closes down, a new prospect will open before me, and I shall meet it with peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In her book, The Signs of the Cross, St. Edith Stein wrote, So the bridal union of the soul with God is the goal for which she was created, purchased through the cross, consummated on the cross, and sealed for all eternity with the cross. The dark night of the soul takes the soul through darkness in order to purge it of all that is temporal, sinful, and to unite it to God. This spiritual union, this mystical matrimony, is the goal of all our meditations, prayers, the goal of our lives. In this marriage, the soul has no other office but to love. Prior to passing through the dark night and reaching the union of love with God, the soul had to work at loving. But once the union has taken place, it's as natural as breathing. All of the attachments we have, the pet sins we hang on to, they stand in the way of love. And once the soul has been purged of these things, Christ, the bridegroom, weaves for the bride a bridal garland of virtues and graces. And the spiritual canticle refers to the binding on this garland as one hair from the bridegroom, which represents the will and love. The bride seeks solitude to be away from all creatures with the beloved. God gives her rest and refreshments and elevates her soul to divine things. With the bridegroom, the bride longs to enter the deep caves in the cliffs, and these are the mysteries of God's wisdom. Saint John of the Cross wrote that however numerous are the mysteries and marvels that the holy doctors have discovered, and no matter how deeply saintly souls have understood in this earthly life, they have in reality explained and discovered almost nothing. There is so much of God to discover that no matter how perfect our souls become, we will never take it all in within this life. However, we can drink in the enjoyment of this wisdom, of all that God has to offer us here. And St. John references this enjoyment of God's wisdom as the young pomegranate wine in the canticle. We briefly touched on the metaphor of the marriage under the apple tree yesterday, but let's look at it a little deeper. The tree references both the tree in the Garden of Eden and the tree used to make the cross of Calvary. The cross is the only means by which we can enter through the narrow gate to heaven. We must have a share in Christ's passion and endure the pain of abandonment by God in the night. St. Edith reflected on how much worse the pain of abandonment was for Jesus. We have not yet experienced complete union with God, and most souls do not do so until heaven. But Jesus did. He had perfect union with God, which he willingly let go of in the garden on the eve of his passion. It wasn't something he longed for as we do, but something that he held. He held this wondrous gift and gave it up so that he could go through the night and the passion for us. And as dark and painful as the night of the soul may be for us when we come to it, we will never experience suffering as deeply as Jesus did. The tree represents both the fall and the redemption, but more than that, it points to the fact that the two occur in the same place. St. Edith writes that, The redemption is also the fruit of the tree of paradise in a multiple sense. Because sin moved Christ to accept the passion and death, because it was sin in all the forms in which it appears that crucified Christ, and because thereby sin became the instrument of redemption. The soul united to Christ, however, in her co-suffering with the crucified, attains to knowledge and good and evil, and experiences this as a redemptive strength. After all, it is repeatedly stressed that the soul arrives at purification through the keen pain of self-knowledge, as recognition of one's own sinfulness. Thank you again for joining me today, and please be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at St. Edith Stein Co. I hope that you'll tune in for the remainder of Holy Week as we wrap up our reflections on the writings of St. Edith Stein. May God bless you, and may the saints be with you.